the most inconsistent fucking show on the internet. <laughs> My voice was gone at the beginning of the week, and I got sick. And Mike, Mike, Mike. It's just I'm, yeah, we good now. <sighs> Talk to him, Joey. Turn the vocal down a little bit, just a little bit. What it loud? Here's my moment of clarity. I've been misleading you all, giving you half of me. I've been blazing a trail and leaving casualties. I've diagnosed myself, I think it's apathy. So letting go became easier. Grabbing a hope, that's the hardest. I know our expiration date, soon as we started. You come around and you feel safe while you a target. You feel like I let you inside while I'm guarded. It's genius when arrogance seems like it's modest. Look past the insanity glance at the logic. Appears optional, all of it is stipulated. Watch and learn how emotions get manipulated. Now you and dying need a help, you the victim. Made to think you did it to yourself, speaking of. Rest in peace, Sandra What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show, where we're more inconsistent than the mailman. At least in my neighborhood. That motherfucker always like later than shit. And I even got the app that shows me what's coming. And it don't even be there. So now I'm really starting to think he's fucking with me. Or she. The person that does the mail. So my voice was completely gone from Saturday till about Wednesday. So I couldn't even come in here and attempt to record. Then I caught this amazing shitty fucking cold. And uh, I'm just going to fight right on through it. So... This week was very interesting in politics and pop culture and, you know, everything in between. Uh, Let's start off with Eminem. What an amazing album. What an amazing song. Darkness is fucking nuts. It was two stories in one. And if you're able to really listen to it and understand it, it's an amazing song. It's about the October 1 shooting here in Vegas and about the demons that artists deal with before they go on stage, assuming himself was what he was talking about. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I know a lot of artists that can relate to that type of shit. Um, me included. Uh, I was on such a high high, and I'm back to a low low. But y'all won't know that. Um, but yeah, that's where I am. Uh, that fucking song was so well written and so well done that I honestly hope that people sit back and understand why Eminem is the best. That's why. That, that that the ability to put those types of words together, rhyme them in that fashion in that way, and do what you're doing, is uh, it's fucking amazing. It, it really is fucking amazing. There's no one that that has come into hip hop that's been able to do what he does for a reason. He's one of one. It's um, it's shitty that we live in a time where because he's white, they want to just shit on him. Like, the reverse racism has gotten out of fucking control. But, great song, great album. Uh, you know, M loves talking back to people on his music. Thank God he didn't say shit to Nick. 50 said don't say nothing to Nick because all this racist shit. Sorry, I'm yawning as shit. I'm on meds and all type of shit. 50 told him not to say nothing to Nick because of all the racism and all the KKK shit that's going on. He said it wouldn't be a good look for him. So, I mean, I'm glad he didn't say shit. But you know what? Uh, I really don't think Nick Cannon understands the verbal onslaught 
onslaught is that the right am i using that right onslaught i don't think i'm using that right i don't think nick cannon understands what the fuck happened to him really if if M really wants to get in that bag and come see, you know, come show his ass what's popping. Really wild out on his ass. Pun intended. That was corny, right? <laughs> um, The Aaron Hernandez doc. I don't know what was funnier. The dude that said he was gay with him. Which, listen, I have no problem with gay anything. So don't fucking come at me. I'm just saying that that guy looked like he's full of fucking shit. Um... During this whole thing when they said Aaron was gay and he had a gay lover. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Fuck. Sonia, I'm yawning shit. I apologize. During the trial when they said, because I was watching the trial extensively because he was a Puerto Rican football player. It was kind of a big deal because he was Puerto Rican. And the whole idea of like, like um, the thug. Oh, he's a thug. You can never change a thug. Like I even had these conversations at the gym and I'm looking at the dude talking that keeps on saying he's a fucking thug and he's a piece of shit. And you can't take thugs out the hood or some other bullshit. I'm like, bro, I'm a thug from the hood. You fucking cunt. Like, what are you talking about? Watch your fucking mouth or I'm going to get Aaron Hernandez on your fucking ass, bro. Pause. Anyway, the gay lover thing. I don't give a fuck. I don't think that had anything to do with him losing his shit. The wannabe gangster shit. He just didn't have enough big homies around him. That shit was corny. That should have been somebody. I think a lot of people are uh, misled by not having that older homie in, in, in the hood or the older homie that's been through some shit around him. Like, that's a necessary thing. It um A mentor. It really is. And I'm, I'm thankful that I grew up around a lot of OGs like that. Like, and they definitely show me the way. And they definitely... um. You know, they, they they don't show you necessarily right from wrong, but damn, they, they know when to stop you from doing some dumb shit to let you know that your future is brighter. Like, this motherfucker dumped the fucking gun out the window, like, literally just bust off on these dudes in broad day in traffic. Like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? If I was his big homie, I'm pulling his fucking collar. Come here, you dummy. What's wrong with you, bruh? You in the fucking NFL, bro. You a public figure. Pay somebody for this shit. I'm not condoning this shit. I'm just saying where we from, this is how it happens. Um... Him, the 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 CTE thing, and him being you know diagnosed afterwards, uh, the the PTSD, the fuck, this is gonna be a yawny fucking show. The PTSD, the the mental instabilities, and all these things. I hate that they blame football for this shit. The pussification of America has been going on for a long time. I mean, you can see the Will Smith movie, Concussion. Um, they've been protesting football for many years. I'm not even a fan of sports, but I'm going to tell you something. For the amount of money you make, you can take those hits and then retire at a young age and allow more people to play. I mean, honestly, what's wrong with that? These motherfuckers want to keep playing. Bro, you know how many times I run into football players at Walmart that are sitting there in a fucking in a folding chair with a folding table with their fucking ring, their Super Bowl ring, signing autographs for $20. That's depressing. I'm supposed to admire you? You signing autographs. I don't even know who the fuck you are. I don't give a fuck about no sports. You took your money and did what with it? That line that Jay said, uh, I lost 30 mil and I spent 30 mil. Because unlike Hammer, that shit don't do nothing to me. But that's real. Money today is a lot different. The monetization of money and how you can make money today is a lot different. So people are getting a lot richer a lot faster. So today's money does come way quicker and it also goes way quicker but nonetheless if you do it right you're able to you know have a a decent future 
these kids, most of these kids don't even make it out of fucking high school into the damn sport. They'll get hurt before then. They always got to torn something or they broke something or this, that, and yada, yada. Come on, man. There's so many fucking stars that were supposed to come out of my family. You know, these motherfuckers ain't even on the bench. But that's none of my business. So, when they blame football for this shit, it bothers me because you would figure we would have a lot more incidences like this, right? Like, how come we don't see that more often? How come we don't see all these, like... Fucking zombie football players spazzing the fuck out, CTE and all over everybody. Oh, I got CTE, I'm a fucking kill people. Okay, I know it don't work like that, but let's just be honest. That's how they make it seem, right? Like football's the boogie monster, right? Why? These people get paid an enormous amount of money to risk their lives. So do uh, glazers, people that work with windows. So do steel workers. They're building the stadium right here in Las Vegas right now. They're building a bunch of buildings right now. They're risking their lives. They do it all the time at a price. They get paid fucking well for what they do. And you cannot compare a football player to a construction worker, but you can't compare the dangerous environment. You can't compare the risk. You can't compare the the trauma. Bro, I had a fire hydrant fall on me about 15 foot, a full fire hydrant with a fucking galvanized pipe. It was like a 10 foot galvanized pipe and a, and a kicker on it. That bitch fell off the fucking rope and landed on my hand and hit my hand. Uh, I've been crushed against the wall by a 20-foot concrete encased steel pipe, water high-pressure water pipe. I was blown away by a fucking fire hydrant that we were testing for water pressure. I fell into a ditch in a water truck about 25 foot backwards. My whole truck went ass down and face up. It was crazy as shit. Full load of water, too, so I sunk like a fucking rock. Um, I've been surrounded by coyotes. I've had chicken hawks fucking basically watch me. Um, and not watch me, stalk me, excuse me. Uh, I mean, when I was in construction, first off, I loved being in construction. I love working with my hands. I like telling people I never worked, but that's just cause I find it funny when people look at me cause they go, this piece of shit right here ain't smart. Then I get to talking and they go, fuck, he's very well educated. No, I love working. I love construction. And the reason why I got into construction is because I wanted to always have, like, my main goal in life was always to open a development company and to build homes. But I want to know every fucking step, every aspect of it, how it works to purchase land, how it works to work the land, what it looks like to move the earth, why we put the pipes where we put them, what's an easement, how does the concrete work um, as far as yardage, how do we, you know I mean, everything. Everything. Uh, why do we put these walls here? Why do we open the holes the way we open them? I've seen a lot of shit. Uh, uh, fucking, we found a knee in one job site. And I ain't even gonna tell you where. We were laughing. We thought it was Hoffa's knee. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, I like being handy. And music took me away from that, which is great. I love it all day, every day. You know, that I'm able to say that I did it and, and walked away from it. Unlike some other people that get stuck and they have to just continue to do it. And they don't, you know, they don't love what they do. I, on the other hand, love doing construction. I did not mind getting dirty. I don't mind using my hands. I don't mind, excuse me, earning for my fucking money. I think that's awesome. And anybody that does it, kudos to you. Kudos to you. That shit is awesome. Keep it up. You're fucking making things. Like, you know how accomplished you feel when you get to a site and it's all dirt and then some guys come out with some fucking lasers and they start putting in little fucking pins and they tell you six foot from here, ten foot down is where the pipe's going to go. And then you go with a backhoe or you go with a track hoe and you start digging up shit. You know, you start getting your trench going. 
you get some type two, you lay the type two down, you, you compact it, you lay your pipe down, you check everything, you got to slam in the gaskets and shit, like grabbing a 12-inch pipe, pause, slamming that motherfucker in, and, and and all of a sudden you have water to a place that never had water. All of a sudden you have sewer to a place that never had sewer. Irrigation, like we did it all. Uh, the experiences that you get from that, you don't learn nowhere else. It's like living in the hood type shit. Um, but there's risks that I took doing that shit that, you know, I ain't say scar. I had a couple trenches fucking caving on me. I was up to my neck in dirt. Yeah, worried. Um, was I scared I was gonna die? Nah, I ain't really afraid to die. Like I, I invite that shit when it comes. But when it had happened, um, yeah, you know, you you get fucked up a little bit. You look at a ditch differently. I've jumped down twenty five, thirty five foot fucking ditches too, boy. Land into a pile of type too. That shit's fun. I've crossed ditches on ladders, bro. Like like Indiana Jones type shit. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, it all comes with risks. You lose your mind out there. You're digging for hours. You lose your fucking mind. You get, you're fucking crazy. It happens. I remember one time, I'm going to tell you a story. One time we were in Coyote Springs, a brand new town in Nevada that never got built. All they did was end up building the fucking golf course. All right. So I'm maybe six miles away from the job site, from our main hub. And I'm compacting the line. So it's me and a compactor and one other guy. And what he was doing was just getting the rocks out the way. Because when you compact the dirt on top of the pipe, if you have a rock, that rock can pierce the pipe, create a leak. Big problem. Either, even though this was galvanized pipe and it was concrete and it had a fucking sleeve with fucking slurry that we put on it. Slurry is concrete. So it's like concrete on top of concrete. It's very, very, very secure because they're high pressure lines over there because we're in the mountains. And it's very, very hard to dig. So it takes a long time. So our guys digging were there for fucking weeks just staring at brown. Like that shit drives you fucking crazy. All you do is like pop seeds and pop pills and do drugs. Like those guys go nuts. Yes, they do drugs. Why? Because it's fucking boring. There's no radio out there. You listen to the same songs over and over. It is terrible. Now, I'm out there, and and as I'm going, and he's with me, we hear. So we both look back. What is that? Ah, don't worry about it. Come on, keep going. We're six miles, probably seven miles at that point. And I'm like, damn, is somebody whistling for us? Yo, what up? You know, we yelling, what up? What's que onda? Right? You know, he's checking Europe, you know. Bro, what the fuck? Who the fuck keeps whistling? My nose itched. Scratch my nose. I shit you not. This is what we hear. My fucking nose was whistling the whole time. It's a way funnier story if you're high or if you're watching my my, my hands and shit move. Because it's fucking hilarious. I'm on this fucking machine. My goddamn nose is whistling so fucking loud that we thought someone was whistling to us from a distance. <laughs> That's my fucking nose. That's how bad it gets out there. Things start to like fucking just, you lose it. You lose it. Mind you, I was young as shit doing this shit like i was in construction at a very very young age and i had so much fun making fun of like the older dudes that never understood like how to get the fuck out of there type shit but uh never once did i sit there and go man i want to do this forever like that was never a fucking thought of mine either like some of them did like oh i'm just gonna do this forever and make money i'm like that's cool but there's always you know there's got to be something better and the problem with construction is there's always more work for the bottom than there is for the top like there's only so much room for bosses if that makes sense. Um, with that being said, uh, the only reason I'm even getting into construction, let me let me bring this all back. Hold on. I'm not all over the place today. I'm very fucking, I'm very coherent in, in what I'm saying and why I'm saying it. Um, 
the pussification of America has come about with this whole fucking I'm sorry and everybody's a winner movement, right? From back in the 80s and 90s. And now we've gotten to the point where dudes and chicks are fucking sharing bathrooms. People have a problem with going to separate bathrooms. People have identity issues. Um, For some reason, equality means uh, uniqueness instead of just regular degular as it should. Um, You get upset that people are making money for doing what they love, although it's dangerous. And then you want to manipulate the situation and you tell us about diseases and things that come about that you can only discover when they're dead. I don't believe it. One CTE is not something you discover when they're dead. We need something better. Now is football safe. Fuck no. But at 170 million a year, let's go suit up motherfucker. I'm with it. I'll play one season and deuce the fuck out. Why don't you? That's all I'm saying. The construction conversation. Why did I get into that? Because of the dangerousness of it. My uncle just had a heart attack. The day that he had a heart attack was in the middle of the night. The next day, he was supposed to go out into a 50 fucking foot roof attic, crawl around and check uh, uh, water lines. He he does uh, sprinkler inspections and pipe inspections inside of buildings. Could you imagine if he would have been inside of that fucking attic and had that heart attack? He would have died. Right? Now, is his risk the same as a football player's? No. But now he's going to second think every time he does some shit. And for what? And what pisses me off about the whole situation is that my uncle's in a position now in his life where he's been basically tricked into being a worker. He's convinced that that's all he could be. It's so irritating that they've capped them off to this. My entire family lives according to a set of rules that don't exist. They're afraid to think out of the box. Um, They still think that school's the only way that you make money. Not true. They feel like marrying up makes you money. Not true. They never took the right risks, and they did them at the wrong time. And now they're paying the consequences. The reason why my political views are what they are is because of my family. Because I see a group of people that all think alike and have the same outcome. They're all dumb. I have a heavy set son who wears clothing about as big as me. I was always told that I was like him when I was his age, but I was that age. I remember myself at that age and I did not wear clothing that big at that age. And if I did, it was because we were just ghetto and we like to wear big clothes. But I come from a family where they go, he'll outgrow it. He's 13. He has now grown it. This is now a problem. I fear for my son's health constantly, but his mother doesn't give a fuck. So that renders me helpless. And I know that sounds pathetic. And as a man and as a father, I hate it. But at what cost? I stress myself out for a person because at the end of the day, my son is a person and he enjoys being able to run over his mother and do whatever the fuck he feels like. And like I said, my family comes from a, he'll outgrow it. But I've been hearing this bullshit about him outgrowing it and him losing weight and him getting right forever. If we go back to when I was that age, I never looked like that. I've always had a big face. I never looked like that. But in their mind, he'll outgrow it. It's cute. No, it's not cute. It's very unhealthy. I got mad at my mother once. I told her, if I was that fat, why didn't you ever tell me? 
Why don't you ever help me? Why don't you ever get me on a diet? Why don't you ever take me to a doctor that'll tell me the truth? You know that my baby mother has been told by two doctors that that's abuse and she just stops going to those doctors and goes to a new doctor? Yeah, let that sink in. It's abuse. It's child abuse. When you let your child get that big, that's child abuse. My son needs surgery to fix what he has on his body. Even if he loses the weight, He's still the repercussions of this shit, the damage to his bones, his bone density has got to be shot to shit. I've always been in fear of him having diabetes. I, I, all that shit. I heard somebody say, I think it was Joe Budden on his podcast. And they're like, not everybody has the ability to be skinny. Yeah, they do. Who the fuck says they don't? Why not? Tell me one reason why somebody cannot be skinny. Because there's no medical condition that makes you fat. Body weight comes from caloral intake, period. That shit don't come from nowhere else. You can't just get fat. It's all on what the fuck you put in your fucking mouth, period. You don't gain weight if you don't eat. I fast a ton. I'm not as active as I once was. But you're not going to tell me that everybody does not have the ability to be skinny. And it's not about being skinny because being skinny, is that's, that's the fucking word they love to use that doesn't make any sense. It's just healthy weight, healthy weight. Okay, we got to stop. I'm not a fan of Lizzo's fucking antics. She's a fucking clown. I don't give a fuck if she's fat. That's on her. But you're not going to fucking tell me that that's beautiful. No, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. If you think that's beautiful, that shit's on you, not me. I don't like that bitch. I like my bitches from the gym. Six pack, fat ass, big titties, pretty in the face. I like all that shit. Supermodel type. Don't judge me. I won't judge you. Obviously, there's plenty for all of us. If that's what you like, go ahead and get it. Now, let's get back to it. <laughs> Here I go, right? I'm the one that said I had it all in control, and then I go off the fucking rip. Why? Well, watching my uncle go through what he went through this week fucked me up. And I want to help, but I don't know how. Then watching the Aaron Hernandez dog reminded me that there was a point in time in my career as a musician, I didn't say certain words to not offend people. And I didn't use certain words to not offend people. And then we were told that football was bad and it was killing our kids and that this and that. And then I remembered, I ain't give a fuck. And went right back to it. Started talking my shit again. Then the concussion movie came out. That didn't work, right? But the pussification of America was happening. Still happening. The way that they have a problem with men being men. The way that they use that word male toxicity. It's like, fuck you. All right. I mean, unabashed. I think that's the word, right? Bob, fuck you. I'm an unabashed male. I'm a man. I like pussy. I like women. I like titties. I like fat asses. I like good fucking food. I like meat. I like beer. I like smoking weed. I like loud ass cars. I like fast cars. I like shit that goes boom. I'm a motherfucking man. And as a man, I can hold my daughter. I can color with my daughter. I can play dolls in house and play tea. And I can let them do my nails. I can dress up with them. I'll wear a dress for my daughters. I can act a fool with my daughters. Why? Because I'm a man. A man. A fucking man. Not by your definition. By my definition. Aaron Hernandez was fucked up from childhood, from football, from who knows what. But he was fucked up. To blame CTE on his 
craziness or whatever the fuck he had, his demons that he had going, you could do that. Can you blame football? You could do that. Can you blame his dad for being an asshole? You could do that. Don't blame him for being gay. That's where the that's where I draw the line. Because sexuality to me has nothing to do with how the fuck you act towards people. That's bullshit. Um, don't humanize what he did either. He's a piece of shit for killing people. There's no excuse for that. You kill people, you a piece of shit. Period. Nobody... There's nobody in this world that's going to tell me otherwise, and that's it. Like, I'm never going to fucking step down from that belief. Like, you do something bad, you deserve everything that's coming. Period. That's it. Um, When do we break the cycle, though? Because I feel like we just keep going backwards, right? Like, when I look at my generation before me, which would be like my mother, my uncles, my cousins, and people that are older than me by some time, I see people that are completely sheep that are completely just manipulated to believe whatever they're told they don't do any research they can't speak i couldn't even have a conversation with my mom about donald trump because she because i said oh hannah he's a dope ass dude and she goes oh he's a piece of shit and i just said why because this is my question to everybody that has a problem with anything why just give me a direct answer why don't you like donald trump he's a bigot give me an example of him being a bigot he's a racist Give me an example. Oh, he said he doesn't like immigration. Well, your statement is wrong. What he doesn't like, and it's not that he doesn't like, it's just against the law. It's illegal immigration, which as Americans, we should all have a problem with anything that's illegal, right? Except drugs and shit like that. We all have fun. But yes, illegal immigration is a problem. We all understand that. I hope. My mother was married to an illegal immigrant. He hit her and then his ass got deported. You see? Illegal. Shouldn't have been here in the first fucking place. But guess what? Can't change that. Either way, good guy. I didn't feel bad for him. My mom talks a lot of shit. And he put hands on her. And he's lucky I wasn't around for that. The police got him before I did. I was a young boy, but I still would have fucked him up, you heard? So, my mom says he's racist. And that he only wants people to come here from Sweden. That wasn't true. I hate when people like to take things out of context to make their point instead of making the point. You see, when having a debate or having a conversation about something, it's good to use facts. Why do we use facts? I'll tell you why. Because World War III. Sabian, what the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean World War III? Uh, last week, everybody's like, oh my God, we're going to go to war. I can't believe Trump killed a terrorist. What a piece of shit. He killed a man that wasn't doing nothing. What? What? I thought we were going to war. It's been peaceful as fuck. I thought we were going to war. What happened? That's why I say bring facts to the table. Fuck your feelings. Trump's racist. Tens of thousands of people have worked for this man, and not one person has stepped out and said he was racist. How is he racist? Your opinion makes him racist, or he's racist? You see what I'm saying? Because you can't just go around saying somebody's racist without having any facts. You can't say somebody's a bigot without having any facts. Just because you want to take things out of context to make them fit for what you feel doesn't make it right. So when you bring facts to the table, fuck your feelings, just the facts. And I know sometimes it hurts. It hurts because the facts are very fucking blunt. The facts are the facts. They mean what they mean and they won't change because a fact is a fact. When we debate. Keep your feelings out of it. I can't talk to you if you don't know how to just keep your feelings out of it. 
And don't get mad at me because all I'm asking you is for a factual fucking statement and proof of what you say. Because what I say, I'll have proof and I can back it up. Donald Trump is the most peaceful president that we've had in some time. That is a fact. Barack Obama killed more innocent people than, I think it was what, all the presidents before him? Let that sink in. I don't have anything against Barack Obama. I have, my problem is with what he did. As a person, he seems like a dope-ass fucking dude to hang out with. But the way he ran our country, the way he treated his position, the things that he did, here, let, let me drop another bomb on you, no pun intended. But Donald Trump's being impeached. He's not impeached. He's being impeached. He's still not an impeached president. They finally delivered the paperwork on something that wasn't even a crime. And on paper, what they're saying is that he held funds to cheat at an election that hasn't happened yet with a person who hasn't even been picked to fucking be his opponent. Let that sink in. They said that he held funds from Ukraine to get dirt on Joe Biden, and that's why they're impeaching him. That's not a crime. One. Two. Joe Biden did that himself. Nobody batted an eye. Under these pretenses, Barack Obama should have been impeached seven times. How come it doesn't apply? You know, and then Nancy Pelosi, because she understands that we believe in the Constitution and we believe in the people, she loves to come out and fucking always wag her fucking little weird-ass, decrepit fucking Corella DeVille finger and go, we're darn us, they call it a confrontation. Uh-huh. No, we have checks and balances for a reason. And you guys have changed rules up there to make things work for you constantly. Once again, you are the speaker. You are not the president. You do not need to know everything. You can find out afterwards. It's a weird time when our president, the commander in chief, the one who says we go to war, has to check in with Nancy Pelosi with the speaker. Get the fuck out of here. When? That doesn't bother me. This impeachment thing does bother me. Why? Because they're getting away with bullshit. It's embarrassing. If the economy is doing so well, everything is going so well. We just signed this huge fucking trade deal with China. It's one of the most fucking, honestly, it's the craziest deals that we've ever cut and nobody has said shit. The fucking stock exchange is through the goddamn roof. So if you have a 401k, you better thank this fucking president because your 401k is through the roof. Guess what? If you have a 401k, you're involved in stocks. Almost everybody in America has money in stocks and they don't even realize it. But you do. You do. Yes, we want to get rid of food stamps. What happens if we get rid of food stamps? Oh, no, people can't eat. No, food prices come down. Everybody gets to eat. You see, because what's the problem? Is it that they need food? No, the problem is that they need a fucking job or a job that pays. Food stamps, you're supposed to only have them for six months. I think it was like seven tops. It was like six months with a one-month extension, and then you're not qualified for another five years, and you got to pay all that shit back with your taxes. That stopped many, many years ago. Motherfuckers are lifetime fucking food stampers. I've been there. I've been there. I understand it. It feels like it's okay to have. It really isn't. We've made something that's supposed to be for help and in times of need to a mockery of the system to make it seem like you're hurting people by taking away the assistance that, honestly, they don't really need. What they need is a job. How come nobody ever says that part of it? The news runs an ad oh, or a fucking uh, a thing, a headline. 2,000, 20,000 people are going to lose food stamps in Nevada under the new uh, the new Trump law. All right. 
That sounds like a lot of fucking price cuts to me. You see, because now Albertson, Smith's, Walmart, all these places, they're not going to be able to charge them shits. They're not going to be selling a guaranteed four to five hundred a head in the bad neighborhoods no more. Uh-uh. Now we got a nickel and dime you. Mm. Price is going to have to come down. That's just how that works. You see, but y'all don't see that. Y'all don't understand the basic economics of things. When I get mad at people for fucking making a mockery of our president, for making a mockery of our country, for making a mockery of what's happening, I get mad because I just go, damn, if this was Obama, y'all be riding his dick. But because it's Trump, all these made up things come about. Huh. So I take him out. When I talk about what's going on, I remove him completely. And then people go, wow, that makes sense. I didn't even know that was happening. And I go, yeah, thanks to Trump. And they go, oh, fuck that. Fuck that. No, you can't say that. You can't say that. Um, It's pointless to fight with people over it. I really am over fighting with people over it. And it's not even about fighting. It's just a simple fact that if you understood what was really happening, you would fucking have a, a better perspective as to... What's really going to happen? You see, you're more worried about what's going on in New York City, even though you live in Nevada. You're more worried about what's going on in New York City than here. Or you're more worried about what's happening in other states and other places around the world. And you don't even know what the fuck is happening in your own fucking city. You see, when you grow up in a family that everybody thinks the same, they move the same, they do the same, and then the result is the same. I have I can literally give you the past 20 years of my family's lineage that are older than me. And I can tell you exactly where they're going to end up in the next 10 to 20. Because I see where they went and they've gone nowhere. They've gone nowhere. That inspires me to do better. That inspires me to be the person that I am. I will forever be a man. I'll forever, ever, ever be a man. I stand on my fucking word. That's all I got is my balls and my fucking word. What I say, I do. And I promise and when I make promises, I follow through with my promises. I don't play no games by my shit. I said I was going to be a millionaire. I did that. Done. And I'm sorry, Cody, if you're listening to this, buddy. And I know you don't believe it. That's too fucking bad. But, bro, that $7.5 million that was in my bank account a few weeks ago that got taken from me, it was really there. And I know it's got to be hard to think that the, the ghetto Puerto Rican kid that didn't have shit, that came up on welfare and food stamps, made that much money. But I'm obviously more talented than you. Although I love you, and I think very fondly of you, and you're a brother to me, and I will kill for you, and I will take care of your family at a fucking drop of a dime, I refuse to put my finances on the internet for you. Now, if you guys ever wanted to see one of my houses, y'all could have asked, but y'all never did. If you guys ever wanted to fly somewhere with us, y'all could have asked, but y'all never did. And that's cool. We never offered either, for good reason. Because I know how people get. And I'll put it to you like this. Just because I love you doesn't mean I trust you. Just because I'm fond of you and I fuck with you doesn't mean I'll allow you in that close. We're different. Look at me and look at you. Just look at, look, come on, man. Come on, man. What are we doing? You know, they forget that not only am I a hard ass, but like, I know my shit. You're not going to talk me down ever. I had what I had. I'm going to make it right back. And what is your excuse? Why do you look the way that you look? Why do you move the way that you move? Why are you so concerned what the fuck is going on in Las Vegas if you don't live here no more? Why are you so concerned with my money? Didn't your daddy ever teach you you don't worry about another man's pockets? My grandfather did. He taught me that. I don't worry about nobody's money. 
What you eat don't make me shit. So I'll play daddy right now. Don't worry about what's in another man's pockets. Because I would never give you my money. You do not have my talents. You do not, you, you don't equal what I do. You're not even close. I can do what you do. Because what you do is a taught thing. What I do is God given. That's the fucking difference. Let's not forget that shit. All right? Because somewhere along the lines of being friends with all these fucking bozos and shit, right? And I ain't even talking about Cody no more. I'm just talking in generalities. I have fucking brought myself down to be friends with people that do not deserve my fucking time. I have stopped everything to fucking help people that don't deserve my help. That shouldn't even be my fucking conversations. I've given a fuck about people who shouldn't even fucking be a goddamn thought in my brain. And for what? My name's Kasabian Lavo. Live in the moment. Thank you for listening.